Welcome to Inside the OSD. I'm Dr. Leslie Bergstrom, and I am the host of this podcast. Our purpose is to educate and inform you about timely topics and have a little fun doing it. We hope to give you an inside look at what life is like in our schools, and that is going to be fun because it's all about our kids. Today, we are fortunate to be talking about a topic that is near and dear to my heart, which is reading. Winter break is right around the corner, and you may be looking for some activities for kids to do that don't involve a screen. There are many options, and one of them is reading books. I'm here today with some special guests, our own elementary school librarian at Brooklyn, Mr. Mark Lee, and the Oregon Public Librarian, Kelly Allen. Welcome to this episode of Inside the OSD Podcast, where it's all about the kids. Here is your host, lifelong educator, and our superintendent, Dr. Leslie Bergstrom. Mark, I'd like to start with you. Could you begin by introducing yourself and telling us a little bit about your background? Thank you for inviting me to join you, Dr. Bergstrom. Um, I've been in the Oregon School District for 31 years, um, 17 as a library media specialist, 14 in first grade. And prior to that, I did a couple years teaching high school chemistry and physical science. Oh, so I did I've not know that. That's done exciting. A little bit of everything. Wow. Um, I love the library, though, and I love matching books with students. The best part is when you see that smile or that pop on their mm-hmm. face when they mm-hmm. find a book that matches with them. That's the best thing. Second best thing is they're opening all those new boxes of books and being <laughs> the first one to read them all. That's like, you know, the holidays every day of the year. Yes. Um, so, yeah, that's a little bit about me. Well, thank you. Now, with winter break coming up, what are some things families can do to prepare if they want to make sure to incorporate reading into their kids' break? The first thing I would suggest is make a stop at the public library. Um, Fill up a bag with books and then take them home and put them around the house, safe places, away from small kids and pets. (laughs) Um, But place them around so that they are handy and they're visual, they'll remind you, they're easily accessible. So you have a stack in the living room, a stack in the bedroom, wherever you do your reading. Um, also think about adding books to your holiday gift giving oh, yeah. um, as gifts. For example, um, in Iceland, on Christmas Eve, they do something called Yule Book Flood. Basically, <laughs> it translates to Christmas Book Flood. And it started um, in, during World War II, um, and paper was one of the things that wasn't rationed um, during the war. And so paper gifts were more readily able to be purchased. Wow. And so they started giving books for Christmas Eve. And um, so everybody gets a book, and then they spend the rest of Christmas Eve reading their new books and drinking hot chocolate for the evening. Oh my goodness, that sounds like the coziest tradition I can imagine. I did it with my family a few years ago. It was a wonderful experience. I got them all retro um, books about vintage things, and we had a great <laughs> night laughing about all the things from the past. But you can tailor it to fit whatever your holiday traditions are. You could do it um, Christmas Eve, you could do it for a night of Hanukkah, you could do it for a night of Kwanzaa, winter solstice, New Year's Eve, or just pick a night and do it. Yeah, I think it really almost doesn't matter the night. It's more about the idea of all being together yep. and enjoying something that is as a fun and accessible as a book. Yes. So, a couple other ideas. Um, if you're going on a long trip, I know a lot of us travel for the holidays. Yeah. Think about getting some audiobooks from the library. Oh, those are my favorite. Yes. Um, my family's enjoyed those when we've gone on vacation a lot. And one thing I've tried to do when my kids were little is we tried to pick something to match where we were going. Like if we were, you know, driving down to Florida, we would do something about the beach or something about uh, Disney or something. It kind of ties into the trip and gives them a little background. Um, And you can do that with the books that you read, too. 
Um, try to tie those in with where you're going as you travel. And then one more idea with gift exchange. A lot, I know a lot of us do the the Secret Santas or the um, White Elephant gift exchange things. Yeah. Think about doing a book one where everybody brings a, a gently used uh, great book that they like and you do those for the gift exchange. Or if you're having a holiday gathering, um, have everybody bring a used book and do like the little libraries that you see all around town. Oh, you know, what set a up great a little idea. library and yeah. at the end of the night when everybody leaves they can take a new book home with them. So something to just sneak those books in. Well, I was going to say, I think you gave me a few ideas to incorporate into my family time this week. Uh, that sounds terrific. But then, if you're a family who's trying to establish a reading routine with children, what suggestions do you have? I know it's hard, but try to slow down in this busy time oh, of the year. It's, yeah. it's the hardest thing to do. But um, if you think about it, 30 years from now, the kids aren't going to remember exactly what gift they got under the tree or for Hanukkah or whatever, but they're going to remember those experiences, those times cuddled up reading together. Um, so try to include some quiet activities throughout the busy time, set aside reading times, you know, um, listening to books like I mentioned in the car, or maybe even finding a game that you can play where it involves reading cards. Mm. Tie in, you know, try to sneak it in. If you're making Christmas cookies, you could be reading the recipe together. Um, things like that. Um, make your bedtime routine soothing and relaxed. Some little quiet reading. Lower the lights in the room. Get your reading lamp on. Um, find a special place that you can do your reading. Whether it's a cozy nook or a cozy chair. You know, floor pillows. In bed. Whatever works for you. And then think of places where you could sneak in a few minutes of reading when you're waiting. Mm. I know a lot of us, you know, you're waiting at your son's... Um, taekwondo practice and your yes. other siblings are sitting there waiting with wow. bring a book along and read together while you're waiting for that um, or if you're making dinner have them read at the breakfast counter to you um, or if you're making dinner together read the recipe together but the most important thing I think is setting an example yourself if they see you reading books and value reading they're going to know it's an important thing so let them see you being a reader as well those are all so lovely. It makes me want to go back in time with my children. And thankfully, they, they all turned out to be people who love to read. But boy, I wonder what fires I could have lit if I had done a few more of the things you suggested. That's, a, that's an exciting thing to think about. Uh, so what are some of your favorite go-to books for elementary age students? If I'm a parent who's thinking about what do I want to read to my child or read with my child over winter break, what would you suggest? Uh, oh, so many good ideas. Um, let's start with picture books. Um, some great picture book series that are favorites with um, families and kids. Pete the Cat by James and Kim Dean. Elephant and Peggy by Mo Willems. In fact, anything by Mo Willems is great. <laughs> uh, Patricia Polacco is great, especially if you're do using picture books with older students because there's a lot of themes in there that... Um, are a little bit more picked up with older readers. Sure. Not that the whole family can enjoy them, but some of them are better suited for older readers. Um, John Clausen and Mac Barnett team up and do some wonderfully hilarious picture books. Um, Lois Ayler to Wisconsin, author and illustrator, does some great ones. Jan Brett, of course, Cynthia Ryland, Kevin Henkes, um, mm -hmm. all of those do great picture books. Uh, for chapter books, some of my favorite authors, um, my newest favorite author is Kelly Yang. She does the, um, the oh, I blanked on the title. It's the one with the girl in the hotel. Oh. Front desk. Oh. Front desk, sorry. <laughs> um, 
Rick Riordan's fantasy series are wonderful. Yeah. Um, Andrew Clements does wonderful realistic fiction stories. Gordon Corman does wonderful fantasy adventure stories. Um, Catherine Applegate, the, the one and only Ivan, um, has a wonderful series of books out. Cynthia Lord does some nice realistic fiction. Sarah Pennypacker does some great fantasies. Um, there's a new historical fiction series. I know a lot of us are familiar with the um, I Survive series by right, Lauren right. Tarshish. There's a new one out by a series of authors. It's called Girls Survive. And they're very much like the I Survived, but they have a female role model as the, the central character of it. Oh, wow. A great series. And don't forget graphic novels. They have a yes. wonderful um, appeal to them. And so many books are being released as graphic novels right now. Um, Magic Treehouse is coming out again as graphic novels. Really? Um, Bailey Street Kids is coming out. Um, Rick Riordan's Percy Jackson series has come out. Um, all kinds of ones are being republished as graphic novels now. Um, ben Clanton's um, Narwhal and Jelly is a fun one for younger kids. Um, and the fantasy for older kids, the Amulet series by Kazu Kabushi, is wildly popular. Um, I think that I'm going to have to go back and listen to this recording and take down some of the names because I think you included some books that are good for um, older children too, yes. right? Mm -hmm. And I have personally found as an adult that some of the best fiction out there is young adult fiction. Yes. So I know that that is not necessarily a genre for our elementary age students, but I know that as an adult, I've enjoyed reading a lot of the books that our high school students, for example, are reading. Yes. Um, there's wonderful young adult literature. I'd say it's probably the bulk of what I re read is yeah. either juvenile fiction or young adult. There's some great stuff out there. Well, that leads me to the last question, and that is, what will you be reading over winter break, Mr. Lee? Oh, I have a long list. I have stacks <laughs> of books at home to get through. Um, top of my list, though, um, Sarah Pennypacker released um, the sequel to Pax, uh, the story about the boy and the fox. Um, this one's called Pax's Journey Home, and I have not had a chance to read it yet. I, <laughs> um, I have to find a time when I can read it because it is a little a bit of a tearjerker. I'll admit that. Um, so I want to make sure I devote the time to it. Um, Kelly Yang has a new one that's not part of her front desk series. It's called New From Here, uh, about a family who immigrates to the United States right at the height of the pandemic and mm -hmm. adjusting and, and fitting in when you can't really meet with people. Um, there's another new historical fiction series out uh, from Smithsonian um, that takes place with all kinds of different things. And one that it particularly caught my eye was one called Lee on Angel Island. It's about oh. Chinese immigrants and Angel Island in San Francisco. And uh, we were recently there on vacation this summer. And so that one caught my eye. I want to read up on that. Um, and don't forget picture books, even the older students. There are some wonderful picture books out there. I just got one, a new one, on my desk this week. Um, it's Robert Frost stopping by the woods on a snowy evening. Oh, my. With paintings by P.G. Lynch that are absolutely phenomenal paintings. And I could pour over them for hours. Um, so I've got lots and lots of ideas. Plus, I've got all my adult mysteries that I like reading and biographies and historical <laughs> fiction and on and on and on and on. <laughs> I know, and that's a wonderful thing. It's it's such a gift to enjoy reading and to see uh, books as one of your primary sources of personal entertainment. Yes. It's, it's an absolute joy, and it's one that we hope that we are imparting to our students. Yes, uh, definitely. Because it brings so much to our lives. 
So I can't wait to hear from a few students and what their favorite book is and what they plan to read over winter break. And so we'll be talking to them for this podcast too. Thanks for your time, Mr. Lee. Thank you. I am here with some Brooklyn Elementary School students who are in kindergarten, first grade, and second grade. And they're going to tell me a little bit about some of their favorite books, what they plan to read over winter break. It's going to be a great conversation. So my first question for all of you is, what is your favorite book? Oh, this is this is terrific. I love the enthusiasm. I'm going to let everybody say what their favorite book is. I'm going to start here and go around the circle. Go ahead. My favorite book is Pigeon Books. Pigeon Books? I love it. Biscuit Books. Biscuit? Oh, nice. Dogman Books. Oh, yes. Dogman is popular. Dogman. You're Dogman, too? And Pigeon. Okay. Star Wars and Harry Potter. <laughs> uh, flying books and space books. Very good. Uh, really anything that's, that this has a little magical twist. Oh, a magical twist. I like it. Harry Potter. Um, Piggy and Elephant. Piggy and Elephant. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> it's okay. It's still recording. What, what's your favorite? Because of when Dixie. Oh, all right. Uh, there are a lot of favorites here. <laughs> What's our next question? Are you ready for your next question? Yes. yes. Why do you love reading? Okay, I'm going to start here. Because it can teach you new things. Oh, very nice. We'll go here. Because there's just so many words you would know. Yes. And how about you? Because, uh... Because I uh, like the pic, I like the pictures. Oh, I do too. All right, our last question, and this is going to be a good one, you I guys. Didn't... Oh, you'll get a time. You'll get one for this one. What do you plan on reading over winter break? Should we go around the circle again? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I'll let I'll let you go last. Um, I'm gonna read over winter break. Is an animal book and you it has so much animals that you can <laughs> learn about new facts about them very good would you like to share i you don't i don't plan books you, you just read them whenever it, you decide to read them yes. got it um probably winter books very good piggy and elephant books nice Star Wars and How to Train Your Dragon and maybe some Harry Potter. <laughs> Do you want uh, to share? Not yeah. sure? Uh, I don't know yet. How about you? Um, I like doing winter books and kind of like Christmas books because um, Christmas is clo- um, close to winter. Got it. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um... I don't know. It sounds I like want, I don't mostly read them. I don't. I don't mostly read when I uh, do winter break. I just do it when I really want to. Well, I really love the fact that all of you are thinking about what books you might read when you have free time on your hands. 
because uh, books are just so much fun. And it sounds like you have a lot of favorites and a lot of interests. And I hope that you all spend a little bit of time over winter break reading some books that really just make you feel happy. And next, I'm here with Kelly Allen, our Oregon Library's Youth Services and Community Engagement Librarian. Kelly, could we start by having you introduce yourself and telling us a little bit about your background? Yeah. Um, hi, I am Kelly. I'm more. I'm well known around um, town as Miss Kelly, children's <laughs> librarian or library lady. Um, <laughs> That's kind of cute. <laughs> um, and I worked with. Um, I've worked at the Oregon Public Library um, in January. It will be like 16 years as oh, the wow. children's librarian. Um, and I love working at the library. And I, um, my partner in the youth services team is um, Miss Wendy. A lot of people know her as <laughs> or Wendy Borden. Um, yeah, and I, I've lived in the village about um, 10, 11 years um, in Oregon, and I was I had lived in Madison before, but I'm originally from Ohio, and I came oh. here for school, um, and I actually have an undergrad degree in Russian. Don't ask me to speak Russian. Oh, well, that's <laughs> interesting. <laughs> it's been a while, um, um, years, but um, I knew I wanted to go to library school, and I went to UW, and um, was really fortunate to find a job in Oregon in that, and I just loved the community haven't left since. Well, I think we're the fortunate ones. So thank you <laughs> yeah. so much for, for being here. And 16 years, that's a lot of young children that you've introduced to to the yeah. love of books and the love of reading. So that's pretty fabulous. It is. It's funny because I have like my first like story time crew is like graduating college now. Oh, <laughs> that's sweet. Well, when I spoke to um, Brooklyn uh, School Librarian Mark Lee, mm -hmm. and I asked him about what um, families should consider to engage their kids in, in things other than screens over yeah. winter break, yeah. the first thing he said is, um, well, they should go to Oregon Public Library and get a big bag of books. Yes, yes. <laughs> so when we're talking about reading over winter break, what's coming up that week? Oh, well, so um, for during winter break, kind of near the end of winter break, on Friday, um, December 30th, we're having our end of year party. Oh. And it's um, and we work with the Senior Center and Community Ed. Um, and it's it goes from 530 to 730. It's free um, for all ages. At the library, we'll have crafts and a scavenger hunt and a photo booth. Um, we'll also, um, at 7.15, we'll do a balloon drop that Public Works helps me hang. Um, That's great. And at the Senior Center, they'll have um, Casey and Greg at 6 o'clock. They're really fun um, children's musicians. And you could um, head over to Netherwood, um, Big Gym, and Community Ed is going to have lots of fun games for little ones and the bigger kids. Um, and so that's all free. It goes from 5.30 to 7.30 on December 30th. But, like Mark said, you could come anytime to grab to the <laughs> library when we're open to grab a big um, bag of books. And we actually always have a scavenger hunt going on. It's cookie themed right now. Oh, wow. Lots of people are eating cookies and making cookies. Mm -hmm. um, and we actually have a, a cardboard gingerbread house Miss Wendy's husband made for us. And you could help us decorate it on that. And, um, and so that's always going on when we're, uh, well, at least during the week of winter break. 
That's wonderful. And I think I'm going to stop by to see that gingerbread house. Yeah, yeah, it's really I cool. can remember when my kids were little and they would have thought that was the best thing mm-hmm. ever to be able to decorate that in the library yeah. while picking out their books. And they, and it's like big enough where you could go inside. At least <laughs> <That's> <laughs> even great. adults, I think, could fit in it. I bet. Well, that's I'll, I'll have to go see that for myself. So what suggestions do you have or ideas um, to help keep kids reading over winter break and after winter break? Yeah. Um, well, as a librarian, I'm always, it's always about um, kids' choice and really involving kids and what they're interested in. And also focusing, having um, time where reading is just going to be for fun. Because, I mean, like for work, well, I mean, my job, I probably read for fun for a lot of it. But, <laughs> me too, me yeah, too. <laughs> yeah. um, but, you know, like sometimes you're assigned things, and even if they're really fun, it's still like you have to do it. Whereas, it's really great just to have those um, where you're just, I'm going to read for myself, for my own entertainment. I'm, gonna, I'm going to read a book I've read already three times, but I love <laughs> it so much. It's going to make me happy. Um, and just um, making that time for that. Because if you read for fun and you have those times, then you just want to read, you know, reading those assigned books. It's You enjoy it more. You just enjoy reading more. Um, and yes, there's like at the school libraries and the public library, we have a huge selection of books to choose from, like, you know, our chapter books and picture books, but then we also have the graphic novels, comic books, yeah. nonfiction, which is getting, it's just so incredible. You know, you had your animal books and those an- verses, you know, like Cobra versus like Bear or something like that. <laughs> that gets love. Um, there's a, so, um, you know, if you love, really love like Minecraft or Fortnite, we have Pokemon, we have guides that will give you tips and just learn about the characters and, you know, um, and history, history has been really big. And right. kids, like, and there's even, we have choose your own adventure history ones or like. Um, I love that. Yeah. And so, and we have audiobooks, like playaways. Those are the ones where you just need um, a headset and you can listen to a book anywhere. Um, and we have Overdrive where you could download books to like for ebooks or to listen to. So we have a total, uh, lots of variety for you to choose from. So that's like to put, you know, fill your bag with tons of materials. And always you could ask the librarians for suggestions. Um, and you know, if we you find a book and you don't like it, don't finish it. That's the great thing about the <laughs> library. It's free. You know, you don't have to finish it. If it's not going to bring joy, then don't finish it (laughs) so if a parent has a child and you say to your child what kind of book would you like to read and the child says I don't know and then you get to the library what do you do then what can you do if your child just shrugs their shoulders and when you ask them what they want to read about yeah sometimes it is um kids like when they're around their parents might um not like it, but then we just like <laughs> may start mentioning and start showing them around. To, oh, like, so they should go to one of the librarians. Yeah, okay, yeah. That's okay. You could like say, "Well, let me ask," and we'll come over um to the area um to the children's area, and we'll just start um asking you, "Oh, what have you read before that you really liked? Got um, it. what are you interested in learning about? Um, and then kind of like say, "Oh, look, here's our graphic novels. Have you read those? You like those?" And it's kind of just. Um, asking questions to like start um, thinking about what they like. Because I know sometimes, like, even when people ask, What are you reading? I'm like, What am I reading? I mean, I got like <laughs> a stack of books on my thing, but all of a sudden I forget what I'm reading because it's just like I, your brain might 
um, is fire. But then the, we just ask questions to start thinking, oh, yeah, I really like the Press Start series. Do you have one similar? Do you have the next one? Or I really like animal books and that. That's terrific. So I love the fact that parents, even when they're not sure, could bring their young person in and the librarian helps bring that out of yeah. them. And we do, and I should say we do, even if you're at home, we have um, an online librarian choice form. So what you do is you fill out this form and we'll ask like the interest, like, and the different, um, like, you know, reading levels or interest levels and formats, like if you want, um, paper or, or like books or if you want like audiobooks and we'll select the librarians will select like oh you know my. one to like you know 15 books for you um and have them ready where you could like stop in and pick them up or even do it through curbside what an amazing service that yeah. is so great so you could even yeah from the cover it's like a day like this where you're like oh i just want to stay cozy at home you could like make your do your book order. <laughs> oh, that, that is terrific. Thank you. So what are you reading now? Or what will you be reading over break? Okay. Well, I did. I, yeah, I have. Um, well, I just finished because I have to admit, like, kids graphic novels, I have just been loving them. Um, they're, and there's just the publishers and authors. There's just such a variety. Mm -hmm. um, and, um, well, anyone who knows me knows I love silly and funny books. <laughs> um, and there's one of, like, a little younger graphic novel series called Ham Helsing. So, you know, like the um, legendary human um, monster hunter Van Helsing. This is um, a monster hunter who happens to be a pig. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. And so Ham Helsing, he's, he's like the last in his line. So he has to keep up the family legacy as monster hunter. But, you know, he actually prefers, like, more writing poetry and that. But, you know, he's willing to, like, okay, this is my family. I got to keep it going. And he, you know, gathers his group of, like, evil spider. And just, you know, it's really fun. It's a series. Um, and so if kids like silly um, books, like Ham Helzine well, is a good one. To well, like just try. the name. I'm going to remember that name now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then another um, graphic now it's more middle grade graphic now um, and I lo one thing I loved about it is because um, it's about a girl and her dad loves music and is always playing like records and talking about music and I grew up with a dad like that who oh. loved you know hanging out and would play um, you know Marvin Gaye on the Motown <laughs> and you know talk about what he saw when it's ready and um, and so um, Jukebox by Nahi uh, Chanini she um it's kind of a mix of like family um relationships and coming of age of you know growing up and kind of finding yourself separate from your family but also it's time traveling so her dad disappears and they're like where is he in the the record store he loves to hang out that's been closed and they like discover that this jukebox that's actually a time traveling jukebox. And when you play a record, you go back in time to like, you know, the 60s with, when you play the James Brown record or the 70s when you play this Marvin Gaye So you kind of get some like American musical history and also, you know, this um, two cousins, like just having this adventure. And it's really, I, I, that was, um, and the graphics are just, the illustrations are just wonderful. So jukebox is another. Wow. And so, for my last one, this one I haven't read yet. Well, I read the first book, and it's a teen series, and it's called um, 
which is the it, the title's actually older. We um we were liars. It's like only eight years or ten years old, but it's been a sensation lately on TikTok. <laughs> um, and the prequel to the book came out. So like the um the series is about the Sinclair family, and they have like this beautiful private island with all these like gorgeous oh houses that they I know mm-hmm. and they're you know they with their private island they have lots of secrets so the first book we were liars was about three like teen cousins um and something really bad happened and you're kind of trying to figure out what happened and I swear that was like one of those books where the ending it was like what I did not like see that coming um, about what the secret was, and so the new book um, called Family of Liars, and this is um, books are by E. Lockhart, is actually a prequel to We Were Liars. It's about their parents and oh. what happened during a summer, like what the secrets the parents have. So I'm really excited. Wow. That's like next on my nightstand. And is that more a young adult? Yes, that would okay. be more like okay. I would say like um, seventh grade and up. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So those are what I've been reading and have on my shelf to read. Well, I can tell why people consider you such a great librarian because just hearing you talk, I want to go to the bookstore or a library oh, right now God. because that those sound really, really interesting. Oh, and I am going to find someone in my life to buy Ham Helsing for because <laughs> uh, that sounds terrific too. So thank you for joining us today. That was really a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Inside the OSD, where it's all about the kids. Remember that winter break is December 23rd through January 2nd. I wish you a safe and pleasant break and look forward to more Inside the OSD in 2023.